Welcome to Straight from the Muzzle, folks, where we are anything but straight. My name is Space. And I'm Bean. And we welcome you guys to our show. For the third time. (laughs) (laughs) Shh, don't tell them that. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. They like listening to our show for a reason. This oh my is the, god. This is the third take tonight. The first take, uh, Bean's using the, the microphone that I got her. Um, and I was like, no, I don't really like it. So I had her go put it on her headset, um, which is what my voice sounds like. And um, it was working at first. And then all of a sudden, it sounded like she took in like hydrogen. Like, you know, I don't know if it's hydrogen or if it's something else where... You suck it in and it makes your voice like super low. Oh, is that what you thought was the problem? I was doing that on purpose. That was just how I was talking. My mic was not doing that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> wow. sound, so that's what it sounded like. And I'm like, go get your, go put the other headset back up. Or well, go get your I, I was also like, it, it was like when you talk through a burp kind of thing situation. I was like, okay. <laughs> but, you know. Okay, so. Well, that's just stupid. <laughs> These are the things you have to deal with when when you're recording uh, a podcast. Luckily, we <laughs> use a system that kind of regulates most of this, but the setup alone is just something else. Um, so to get to today's topic, because there's a lot more than I expected, uh, we are talking about the stupid things furries do. Not just in the fandom, but just in general. The dumb God. things that we do on a daily basis. And you know um, furries do some dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do some stupid things. <clears throat> and I'm just going to say drama is already out there. It's already on the board somewhere. But most of the comments kind of like lead into drama. So I was originally going to use drama as like the number one thing. But it, it, they're all pretty much. There are subcategories. Of drama, yeah. So you can't just yeah. make drama as a major category. It's not going to work. Um, but it's it's really interesting, though, because I was thinking about it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, man, this would be a really good show because there are so many, so many ridiculous things that either we can get away with or that we do. And, you know, it, this would make gr- a great show. Just because, like, sometimes you just sit there and you're just like, oh, my God, did I just witness that? What the what? And then I'll make a mental note, and I'm like, i got to talk about this next time. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about stupid things. Now, I did put out a comment. I said, email us at talktothemuzzle at gmail.com. I did get two, which is better than none, so I'll take Yay. that. <laughs> but I also decided to use the For Media's uh, page, Facebook page, because we're still... I messed up <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight from the muzzle page. Uh, that's, that's just Oops. something else. We'll talk about uh, marketing in the fandom. That, that'd be a, a do and a don't right there. <laughs> you accidentally advertised to like just Uganda or something like that. No, I accidentally, we... <laughs> it was like, I accidentally uh, like advertised specifically to Indonesia. So now I yeah. got like 4,000 Indonesians following and they don't even, I don't even know if they're furries. I highly doubt they are. And I'm just like, crap, what did I do? Well, then you put a poll up that was like, do you know what a furry is? And most of them were like, no. It's like, why are you here? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> okay. I need to know how many people are actually furries. And that poll kind of gave me like a reality of like, you messed up, Space. Yes, screwed up. Why? <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> why, Facebook? <laughs> this is 
stupid. It was a stupid thing that I had done too. Um, I, I will go ahead and say it. So like when I was doing it, I was trying to cater to United States and a few other key areas. Um, but I didn't realize that it was going to pull mostly to one particular country. And I'm like, crap. So next time I'm just going to exclude certain countries and just focus on the United States instead. I was trying to get a, a world poll, but apparently it pulls the world in one country. So whatever. <laughs> Don't make thanks, that Facebook. mistake. You suck. Yeah. Thanks, Facebook. Um, so I, uh, I decided to drop a note on the Fur Media page and I put up a thing and I just said, what are stupid things furries do? And you can comment below or email us. I just looked at it today and there's about 28 ish comments. That doesn't include the comments that people made on top of other comments. So there are some really good ones in here. There are some gut punches. There's some deep ones. I mean, yeah, I, I could have literally just said, um, re- like, oh, what is it? Finish this sentence. Furries are stupid because, and then I'm pretty sure I would have gotten like a much bigger list, but I, I, <laughs> I didn't think anyone would really comment on this because we've been kind of like dead on this particular page. There's a reason for it. We'll, we'll talk about it another time. I think we talked about it in the pilot, but whatever. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> um, but there's just a boatload of these on here. Some in here, there was one that was hidden because of uh, they used like a swear word, but I okayed it because it's actually pretty true and pretty legit. So, um, and then I think you and I have a few of our own. So, yeah, <laughs> how do we want to do this? Do we want to just like take turns? Do we want to go straight from the list and then do we ours? can just go down the list, see what our fans have said, and then if we want to bounce off of that, then we can. Okay, so we'll start from the top of the list. Um, there's three different ways that I can sort this list, but I'm just going to do um, all comments. So it just puts them all down. Yeah, so the first not? one from uh, Deanna and Duncan, <laughs> you laughed when I said this one, cause I didn't really know what it was. Um, they had to say unnecessarily edge Lord, the annoying RP shyness and in parentheses, the stuttering when typing. <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 senpai nuzzles your chest. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I didn't realize, like, I know that RPing is, like, a huge thing. And my friend, he'll talk about his boyfriend, like, RPing. And I'm like, what is a RP? He's not even, like, he's, like, the most less sexual person I know on the planet. What is he RP about? So, I I just... (laughs) Not all RPs are, like, sexual, I guess. Some of them are just, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Knocked on your door. Shall we watch Netflix? There you go. <laughs> and chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's more. There's another one on the list that, that talks about RPing, too. So uh, <clears throat> we'll come across that one. Um, <clears throat> AJ Fox says... Steal the positivity and fun out of every situation possible. They can just because they're full of negativity and want to drag everyone else down. Oh, okay. So So something specific with this is like, if you're in a group chat with a bunch of furries 
and let like let's say it's close to a convention time. This happens in any situation, but it's really apparent around convention time. It's like, hey, who's going to MFF? And people are like, I am. I'm excited. And some people are like, yeah, have fun. I want to see pictures. And then there's always that one bitch that's like, I'm not wish I could go. Dot dot Ugh. dot. Y'all have fun. Frowny face. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get out of here. You fun sucker. Get out. <laughs> we always, there's always that one person, regardless of like how tight knit you are with your friends, there's always a Debbie Downer. Always. Oof. So, <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um, going on. <laughs> okay. So I find this hilarious because this is how, um, I guess, one way sided this person is. I won't say their name, just for the heck of it. Believe that there are actually Nazis in the fandom. (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) Some people are like, uh, um, you know, I have met just a few. They are rare, but they exist. (laughs) It's it's like, I don't know why you would think they're not. (laughs) There's, There's a few out there. There's a lot of different types of people in our fandom. It's just odd like, that you would exclude exist. this one. They exist in every group. <laughs> yeah. I could name a few, I just, but I'm not going idea. to. It's just the idea mm. of a Nazi furry. So you take an extreme group, just Nazis in general, racist, white <clears throat> supremacist, and then you take these nerd lords that like dogs and drawing cartoon animals, and you combine the two. Hitler would not laugh harder. Like, if you came up to him as a furry wanting, like, to support him, he'd be like, absolutely not. Get out of here, you fucking furry. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's just laughable to me. Like, I know it could be, they could be dangerous people, of course. Like, they're, they're stupid. Whatever. The thinking uh, like I, that. I'm going to get backlash, but I'm getting backlash from furry Nazis, so I don't give a shit. But, whatever. It's, yeah, it's y'all, like... are, y'all are laughable. <laughs> It's statements like that that say uh, it's like it's like giving validation to the people that believe that the Earth is flat. <laughs> like my really? dad is a flat earther. Is he really? Yeah, wow. he makes YouTube videos. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder if I've seen one of them because I like watching. No, I don't know. Um, okay, <clears throat> next one. This one's funny because someone else made a comment off of it. Um, as a story, but coming out as furry to their parents, this can also oh. double as coming out as furry to a loved one or friends. <laughs> so, oh god, I hate, I hate it, I hate so, it. So Lizzie Colburn pointed this one out, and then Thomas Otto decided to comment on the story. It's actually pretty funny because I can see this happening. Um, <clears throat> says I actually have a funny story to that. I never came out as furry. I just told my mom I was going to a furry convention. Fast forward two years, I'm at a bar with my mom and her friends. As I was playing designated driver, one of her friends that I didn't know came up to me and said, your mom says you like hairy women. What? <laughs> so oh, basically God. for two years, my mom thought I was going to a hairy woman convention. <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, thinking <laughs> about this mother who like... it. it with that response, she was probably like, oh, okay. So she just fully accepted her her child for just yeah. loving Harry Woman. It was like, okay, y'all have fun. Like, it's got to be like one like... open-minded family. <laughs> what are the odds? Um, someone said, like, that's genius. <laughs> um, 
Brittany, oh, I... I'll go for it. Oh, wait, no, I want to expand on this a little more because I just, this is something I've always, it's been a pet peeve of mine when people are like, oh, I came out as a furry or I'm coming out as a furry. It's like, it's almost insulting to me because when people come out of the closet for being like in the LGBT community, whether they're like, we get flack for it or, or a lesbian or a transgender or whatever, like that is a dangerous thing to do. Like that's <clears throat> a, a, not a societal norm that, can result in just in a lot of dangerous things like it's not safe but if you come out as a like if you quote unquote come out as a furry like no one's gonna like want to kill you for being a furry i'm sorry they're not no, if no. they do that's very rare and like probably more sarcasm than anything like people like oh you're from hell <laughs> that's not the same amount of threat as you know people who are homophobic and wanting to like run you over with their car it's not like your mom so, saying i brought you yeah. into this world and i can take you out of it <laughs> yeah, i've heard so i've like, heard that threat many times <laughs> so, uh, so yeah just just think about that if you want to quote unquote come out as a furry just think about what you're doing and just you're, it's really it's not like that big of a deal you like football like it's your hobby yeah, exactly um the funny thing is, is I was wearing my Steven Universe shirt. It's like a silhouette of like Steven Universe. And then <clears throat> it's like a black shirt in general. So what I thought was odd is someone walked up to me at work. and They're like, oh, you must be one of those bronies. And I'm like, what? I don't really know how you got that. And he's like, well, you know, you got a pony on your shirt. And I'm like, that's fucking Steven Universe, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like what is wrong with you? God, I was so offended. (laughs) It was God. It was basically what it is. It was. It was like it was a silhouette, a a colorful silhouette of lion, and that little like where you know Stephen goes through his hair, his mane, and then he goes through like that that hilltop. It's that kind of a scene. But I'm just like, how did you even get a like? There was no. It doesn't even look like a fucking pony. Like how did you get there? Ah, it's so annoying. Oh God! So yeah, I don't talk to that guy. <laughs> so it's not. I mean, it's not like I don't talk to him because I don't want to. I just he just doesn't seem interesting. Um. Okay, getting back on track here. Uh, Brittany Vance. <laughs> I like the way she wrote this one. <clears throat> Literally, as she writes it, clears throat. Unsolicited role play. Steps away nervously and blushes. That was painful to write. <laughs> so, uh, so there's another like situation where you could just be talking with someone. You're like, "Hey, I'm I'm Space. Nice to meet you." Reaches his hand out to get a nice gentle shake. Hi. Like, uh-uh. if uh-uh. I was greeted like that, I'd be like, "Oh, nice to bye. meet you. Okay, bye." <laughs> yeah, like yikes. <laughs> Big yikes for me. And anything like that, like, when I think of roleplay, I mainly think of online roleplay. But something happened to me at FWA last year where I got in-person unsolicited roleplay. And it, like, made me so uncomfortable. I was in the artist alley trying to work. And a girl, like, dressed in, like, trip pants and 
uh, like a shirt and she had a bunch of badges that were baby furs, which there's nothing wrong with baby furs. No, there's nothing. But she had like a, a binky in her mouth and she came up to my table and started touching all my stuff, physically acting and talking like a baby and trying to get me to play a wrong. Like she's like, Can't put this in my mouth, Bob. what's this? And she's like touching all my stuff and I'm like, Oh my god, I did not consent to this role play with you. Stop touching my stuff. Leave me alone. <laughs> You should put a jar on your table that says unconsented role play tip jar. So when they God. do it, just be like, you owe me a dollar. Put it in. <laughs> God. It was just, it was like, it just so threw me off so hard. I was just staring at her. And I think the way I was staring at her gave her the hint. So she waddled away, literally waddled away. Like she was walking like a toddler. And God. I'm like, this is just getting too far here, buddy. <laughs> That's cool. If you want to do your thing, if you want to be a baby fur, if you want to do whatever, that's fine. But you got to also remember that when you're in public, there are going to be people that don't want to role play. So don't force it upon them. Have it be something between you and your friends, but don't make it a thing where, you know, you're trying to, you know, (laughs) role play with someone else. Not everyone likes baby furs. I don't necessarily really like macro, you know, stuff or super muscly fursuits but i don't definitely go out of my way to be like ew i rub my hand on his abs and then i say gross and walk away you know like anything like that if it's unsolicited and if you're trying like you gotta be consensual with people uh that was some non-consensual role play if you were a baby fur that was acting like that to some artist people and you're listening stop it Although this does kind of raise like a thought, this would be a really interesting social experiment to do at a convention to see uh, what life would be like for, you know, five minutes in randomness, like out of nowhere and just start role playing as you were talking. So instead of just talking, like you actually role play what you're doing. So like I'm walking steadily behind this chick and I, Ooh, look at that. I notice that there's artware on that table and I flip around and I notice the prices are a little too high, a little out of my range. Ooh, I like that one. I'm going to spend $50, even though I think it's worth 10, you know, it would just be really interesting <laughs> to, that just sounds like someone a little bit crazy trying to narrate their life, <laughs> <laughs> but it would be really interesting though, to kind of see like everyone's reaction. So I don't know. I kind of think I would do it. It's like a social experiment if I was videotaping it, but I wouldn't do it like, you know, on a normal basis, I think it'd be more or less one of those experiment things. At least with something like that though, it's like, you're more so doing it with yourself and you're not like forcing it upon other people. No. Yeah. People are watching you do this crazy thing, but like, it's, it's not somebody like trying to eat your artist alley shit. Right. Acting like a baby. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's, at least she didn't pull out her binky and ask you if you wanted to suck it. Do I suck my binky? There you go. There's my I would have, I would have taken it and thrown it. Just yeet it out of the building. <laughs> okay. Um, going along with, uh, well, I guess not first sort of role play, but um, going back to the list here. So I I really want to see this particular thing on camera, either in picture form or video form. But either way, Hunter Cahoon says operating a cotton candy machine with your fursuit on. What? Why would you do that? <laughs> Wait, is that something this person has seen? I guess if, like, so. If this, 
if this episode is called stupid shit furries do then i guess that's had to have happened <laughs> i mean there's it's like when you have a warning sign the reason the warning signs there is because someone did it and now they have to put a warning sign on so yeah. this is clearly something that someone has seen why would a fursuiter work with a cotton candy machine i get it if your cotton candy like smell on your fursuit or maybe your fursuit is kind of like like cotton candy but have you not seen how cotton candy sticks and it's really hard when it hardens to get it out of things? Oh, I kind of like want to see this person struggle <laughs> a little bit. Um, I, I'm like, this would be awesome to see on film. They're like, bring a camera to TFF and you got a movie. So uh, that's the, uh, is that furry fiesta? Texas furry fiesta? Apparently, there's someone out there, so I'm going to have to find out who it was. <clears throat> this next comment, I just love it. It's the fact that they name a convention, and that's it. That's all you really need to do. Um, Craig Caleb Williams Summy. Holy crap, that's a name. Uh, Rainforest was pretty bad. That's what they said. True. True. That whole convention. <laughs> that whole thing itself the is whole like... The entire convention. That's like a show for itself right there. That thing was just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> there is clearly no adults running that particular convention. Granted, we're not saying that all baby furs or, or diaper furs are like that, but the fact that what happened at that hotel is pretty embarrassing. Pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Ooh. If you don't know what happened, go to YouTube and type in Rainforest. There are some videos explaining the situation really well. And there's also some stories that describe it in detail, which is gross. Um, oh yeah. Uh, this one's an interesting one. I didn't really know how to respond on this, so I just liked it. That's all. Um, Andre, Megan, Keel, Megan can Keel, call people homophobic when they say gay isn't a personality. Oh yeah, because that's actually super annoying for me when people make a character and like under personality traits. It's like gay. It's like that's not. Like, oh. if all your character is, is gay, then you're not making a character. You're romanticizing a sexuality. Okay, that can be really annoying. I can see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's almost as bad as when people create gay characters, but then they say themselves that they're straight. Whatever. No. Uh -huh. <laughs> there is sure, no, there, there is, there is something going on here that you clearly have not come to terms with. Um. Uh there's this just reminds me of a situation that my fiance is in and one of the role play groups she used to be in um there was a person who had just this character it was a lesbian character but the only thing they ever talked about was the fact that they were a lesbian and how attracted to girls they are and that's like all they role played about too so then you could obviously tell that it was just a person romanticizing lesbians rather than knowing what lesbian actually is there's more lives. to lesbodians than meets the eye that's what i call lesbians it's, it's <laughs> lesbodians yeah that's what i've always called them people like and they they people just go with it too so i don't know if they're just like that guy's weird but i'm gonna keep going with it so <laughs> i call them that. it reacted to uh, a laughter out of you so it worked um lesbians one person said uh, so oz kitty boy says Act very shallow towards others based solely on looks. That happens. Yep. That happens with looks and with how fursuits look. Yep. 
<clears throat> because that person made their first suit out of cardboard and it looks really weird to you, no one interacts with that person. Truth be told, they probably are a little weird, but then again, who isn't? Someone said this is going to be a very long list. Kudos to you. You can actually read. <laughs> um, Daniel Martinez, make plans and never follow through with them. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm guilty. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> I, I commented on that and I'm like, convention plans are a joke to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's go have dinner tonight. And then you don't go have dinner. Yeah. You like make these plans and then people show up and they're like, well, what happened? They're like, oh, he went and did something else. And I'm like, you douche. <laughs> so, God. Oh God. I don't know if that's more or less a furry thing or if it's just notorious for people to do that. I think it, I have seen it as a furry thing though. So I think that can go both ways. Yeah. It's um, a, it is especially the case at, com- at conventions, but honestly, I don't blame people for that because Sometimes you just can't plan an event that is so sporadic. (laughs) I like how Sabella Fox worded this next bit of info. Turn every conversation into an RP. I don't mind RPing, but Jesus tap dancing Christ. (laughs) It's like a new, it's a new twist to how you normally say it. I might actually just start using it like that because that might be less offensive. (laughs) I like that. <laughs> that was a really good one. I, uh, Sabella, like, kudos to you. You have made my day <laughs> with That's that particular one, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I've never seen this next one, but I can see how this could be a stupid thing that furries do. Judge other fursonas and say how much better their fursona is than everyone else's. Ooh, yeah, I've seen that before. I have not seen that. I've seen it specifically <clears throat> with, like, uh with you know how if you're a fursuit maker that is higher in demand you can only accept so many like designs to make oh. and i've seen people like how could that person's fursuit design got accepted i put in a quote and i didn't get it my fursona looks much cooler it would be so much more fun to make than that one and i'm like shut up bish <laughs> you're jealous yeah you're just jealous it's plain and simple jealousy i've not seen it personally but i did make a comment saying it's like saying my imaginary friend is better than yours like i, I, I just For real? No. what is so special about your persona that is better than mine other than the fact that you have to go out of your way to say it <laughs> i just just ah uh, god i you know what i've actually had people recently furries have come and come out of their way to say things that they don't like about me and I'm like, why? why? Why would you make the effort? What is wrong with Who's you? Who's doing that to you, honey? I'm a fight. Don't worry about it, girl. I got it. Um, I like this one. Next from Christina Renee Haley. Steal art, then play victim. Play pity party for free art. Ripey wears on people for defending themselves. That in itself is like its own, oh, yeah. own show right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. God. I've seen people play pity for free art. You guys fucking suck. I just want to say that. <laughs> yep. Yep. That happened to me once with this, with this person that was always just like coming to me, wanting artwork and acting like they were super depressed. I, I drew them a picture once while they were sad to cheer them up. And then they kept coming to me acting sad just to see if I would draw them more art. And I was like, Ooh, time to stop. Yeah. I just, 
I don't get that. Like, why? You want to be known for getting free art because you're guilt tripping people? Hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's that other one. There's um, steal art, then play victim. I, mm -hmm. that's I saw that recently with like a fursuit reference of an angel dragon. Uh, I don't know. It was something like they just changed one color on it and all the markings were the same. And then they blurred out like the name of the artist. My God. And they even forgot to like color in one of the wings or something like that. And they were trying to fight like, this is my art. I don't know what y'all are talking about. And I'm like, you literally can't play this off. Are you eight? You must be eight. Clear that this person doesn't know how to use a graphics program. <laughs> It's not that hard, but apparently it is for them. God. Mm -hmm. um, writing beware some people for defending themselves. That. Yeah. Is that. Okay, here's something. That's on a fine line. That that's a fine line, though. It is. It is. But here's something I can bounce off of that that bothers me. <clears throat> um, so stupid shiffers do is that they always side with the customer. So in a lot of bewares, they're always against fursuit makers. And sometimes it's like you're only getting one side of the story. And if that fursuit maker tries to defend themselves, people will just still keep attacking them. Like, no, you still shouldn't have done this or that or da 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 da. And it's like, it, it's, I don't know. So for example, last October, um, my grandmother died and I got into a car accident. So I couldn't work for maybe two months because in October all that stuff was happening and I had to deal with it. And then the next month I was mourning. Uh, but after that, I got back to work. So let's say, for example, if somebody had put a beware about like my fursuit company for not working for two months, even though it was clearly a family emergency kind of situation, then um, then people would probably still side with the customer. And if that fursuit maker would try to defend themselves, it's just, it always seems to be against the makers, even though there are a lot of customers that are extremely difficult to work with out there. But fursuit makers can't talk about those customers because they don't want then it. it would cause drama. Exactly. So every fursuit maker <laughs> has a list of like people that either they haven't worked with, but they know through like research are would be bad customers or just customers in the past that have been just extremely difficult to work with. And... It, but you can never share that information with people. There's no like customer beware. You know what I mean? There should be. Honestly. Yeah. Unless the customer like steals, um, like something, uh, for example, one of my friends, uh, is a novice fursuit maker and wanted to take a, a full suit commission for just the cost of supplies, no labor. Hmm. So somebody accepted this because they wanted to practice, but they couldn't buy the supplies themselves, which is a killer deal. Even if the fursuit isn't great, you're still getting... That's like a legit, basically, like a legit trade right there. Yeah. So it's like, I, I want to practice, but I can't afford the materials. If you pay for the materials, I'll make you the fursuit. So <laughs> my friend did this with somebody, got the fursuit. The guy and his girlfriend were complaining that the fursuit was bad and they wanted their money back, but wanted to keep the fursuit. And it's no. like, you made a deal, you only paid for the supplies, the supplies, the money was spent on the supplies, and you, you can't keep, that's just not fair. Um, I can't remember the names of these people, I would totally name drop if I could, because it was a dick move, but I honestly can't remember, I just know it was like, it was a circle, of course. God. So. <laughs> Circles and he was hard. like, also, 
also a white white supremacist circle on top of that we didn't know that until after the fact until i did some research on this guy and i was like "Ooh, man this is a nightmare my friend ended up having to refund them because paypal always sides with the customer okay this person had said something i thought it was really cool because i've never really thought about this um so levi robert smith said some do nasty in the hotel lobbies so (laughs) you know what we're talking about there (laughs) what fwa last year um you know you know uh you know we get that you're you're into your your kink and stuff but you know there is a time and a place for everything uh (laughs) i remember they even tried to defend themselves by uploading their own video that they took of themselves it's like yeah you may not have been having sex but what you were doing was still kink play and looked like sex like no one's you gotta no one's shaming you i don't care if (laughs) no one's it's just time it's just common sense (laughs) clearly you didn't have it then let me give you a dollar then you'll have some common sense there you go um my favorite thing about that whole situation was the during like people taking videos of this happening there's this yellow fursuiter that walks by and doesn't even notice these people <laughs> and people started draw- people found out who the fursuiter was and started drawing art of him like really in front of my furry convention that is hilarious <laughs> that's, great. that's great um he also said some people leave their towels on the floor in the bathroom of the hotels now uh, this is this that's a common practice though that lets the maids know that they're dirty towels but usually you put it in the tub see i, I didn't know that but i guess what they do is they they said um i always roll mine and set them on the toilet it saves the guy or gal from having to bend over so that's nice that's nice yeah yeah so oh yeah here's here's something i can roll off of that stupid shit furries do not tipping your house keeper housekeeper the maid in your hotel housekeeper when you leave Mm -hmm. so they work extremely hard and even if you're in a really fancy hotel they still don't get paid that much so clean up after yourself the best you can like my hotel group i'm in charge of my hotel block and i have specific rules uh maybe that sounds really like bossy but my my group doesn't seem to mind we bring trash bags, we put our trash in the trash bags, and tie it all up and put it in a corner of the room. We strip the beds, we put all the towels on top of the sink. Like, all the trash cans are empty, and the trash cans are put on top of the sink, so there's no bending down for the maid. There's no, like, we try to keep, if we spill makeup or anything like that on the counters, we wipe it up. Like, we, we clean our shit up <laughs> and leave a tip, because they still have to wipe everything down. And they probably have gone through... 10 rooms before yours where people aren't courteous and don't leave tips. So it's like, ugh, you gotta. Well, do and the best Levi you can. makes a good point here. It's, it may sound silly if you think about it in just this one moment, but now put that to a grand scale the lottery of winning a free room for the next year's convention. There's those things, those like little things that the convention does that will do, you know, clean up your room as best you can, take a picture send it in and then you get a lottery yeah. and you could win a free stay next time. So kind of take what Levi has done here on a grand scale. And there you go. Now you have something that is just more or less nice to do. Yeah. yeah. And another thing, a lot of people, like I've said this to my parents before when we were staying at a hotel, I'm like, make sure you put the towels and the trash cans on top of the sink. And they're like, why? They just 
like, uh, like it saves them from bending over. And they're like, it's just lazy if you can't bend over to pick up a trash can. And I'm like, yeah, but they have to do that 50 times a day. Can you imagine the back pain after a while? And you know, like, like no one cares about them. So they're just kind of doing their thing. So I always ask nicely. Like, so when I call down, if I want to, like, if I ask, like, hey, can I have the, the maid come in? I know it was later, but um, I would greatly appreciate it. And then I always say, please and thank you. And then, of course, I always leave a tip because I feel it's it's necessary. Mm-hmm. They're coming in on a time where they have a preset schedule when they go down rooms. So when you say you're busy and then you need them to come back and clean, you're kind of taking them away from their schedule itself. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's just that thing to kind of repay and say, hey, thank you for coming up out of your time to do this. It's the little oh, things man. that matter. Something that... And like tipping your bellhops too, of course. Um, I remember... A couple years ago at FWA, I was a dumb bitch and forgot to bring some ones with me. I was checking into the oh. hotel and I was like, I had money, but I only had like a hundred dollar bills. And I was like, shit, I don't have ones to tip my bellhop. And this random dude that was just walking by me was like, here, slapped five bucks in my hand and walked away. And I was like, thanks. What? <laughs> and I gave it to my bellhop. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I That's know. Legit. Like, thank you, stranger. That's so like, awesome. <laughs> again, if you're listening and you've gone to FWA and you did that, to a little blonde lesbian, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not little, but this guy was huge. So Maybe to him, was I was me. little. I'm huge. <laughs> you are FWA. You don't know. Um, I, I I'm you space. I'm freaking everywhere. All right, so uh, Abby Marie, <laughs> this is a fun one. Uh, creepy people touching fursuiters constantly after being told to stop. Ew, 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 <laughs> ew, 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 ew. That reminds me of a story. <laughs> there's this, too. there's this notorious fursuit sniffer that walks around Furry Week in Atlanta. He has like long, nasty ew. hair, and he's pretty short. And he always wears like these fuzzy furry cuff things and some ears. I think they're like red and black. Again, I don't mind describing these people because I want them to fucking stop. But he'll like, he'll like, kind of act like he wants to, I guess, like pet you or whatever. And then he like you. You can't tell. You're in a fursuit. You can't see as well. He'll, like, bend down and, like, start sniffing you, like, on your chest or your armpits. And other people see this guy and they're like, dude, did you did you notice that, what that guy was doing to you? And you're in a fursuit, so you can't see. And you're like, no, what was he doing? I thought he was, like, trying to get a picture. <laughs> nope, he's sniffing you like a freak. God. It's like where you need to, like... Nasty. <laughs> you need to spray water on their nose. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> The, the dog carries around the spray bottle and sprays cringy people. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, this is a good one. Uh, Chris Solo, you know, forgive me for not saying your last name right. Van something. Valan Neva. Kink shame. That's a big one here in the fandom. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. No one wants to admit. I think it's getting better, It, it though. is, but it, it still has a long ways to go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people are still like super nasty to mursuiters. It's like, leave them the fuck alone. It's fine. Or like to people who you're just jealous because their sex life like, sucks. Whole... No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're just jealous because you're not strong enough to fucking. I think couch. maybe what their 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 shame to that is that you know how can they guarantee that it's clean when they go walk out with it? Well, look. Mercers take better care of their costumes than normal fursuiters do because they know what they do and they Except clean for it. One... Normal fursuiters will wear their fursuit for five years straight without washing it. And I'm like, there eh. is one notorious fursuiter out there who is a kind of 
Growly? Yeah, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> His nasty suit. Disgusting suit. Disgusting person. I don't care. It's a very nasty. interesting person for sure. But like... Uh, his fingers are showing through his paw pads, honey. From what I understand, he's like super stingy with money, which is why he can go to all these conventions. And I'm just like, if you're super stingy and you can go to all these conventions, get your fucking fursuit fixed. I don't Triple think he's stingy because he, he, the only reason why he's allowed at a lot of conventions, despite his like, his sexual misconduct with minors is that he always does like God level membership and conventions want his money. Which is, once again, the furries selling out to the man. Yeah. Way to go. And again, I know I'm talking about somebody and using their name, but at this point, I think so many people know about this guy and don't like him. So Normally, so like with Fur Media, we wouldn't, we wouldn't name shame, uh, mostly because it's just not what I mean, we wanted to do. You want to bleep it out and edit it. You can't. Yeah. But, like, in reality, though, at one point in time, you're going to come in contact probably with this person. To to yourself, you will, I mean, you'll know the stories of him. But this is where, I, I know I hate myself for saying this, but at the same time, take the situation at what you see it at. So if you feel that it's creepy and stuff, then that is totally validated for yourself. If you don't care, that's also fine, too. It's just everyone's experience with him is different. I can't say it's always positive, but it is different. Um, All I know is that he goes to FWA, and every time he walks by, I can smell his fursuit. Gross. Can you imagine uh, if you washed that thing, how you, dirty the water would be? I think it would fall apart, honestly. That's too you could put, old. <laughs> you could fill up the tub with OxyClean and then throw the, the fursuit in there, and it's like disintegrates. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that picture of um of a pomeranian sitting in water and it looks like it's no <laughs> no oh my gosh, it's so that's funny. awesome cod <laughs> um this next one from mariah michelle this one's a little bit uh, kind of i guess all right so i'll read it the way it is it's really interesting though um blamed my fiance for dumping his ex who cheated on him for four years and her causing unneeded drama that basically made me and my fiance outcasted. So, inner drama. <laughs> God. Inner drama is almost as bad as outer drama. Cuz it almost feels like the drama that you're going with like within your circle of friends is so bad and you're so like I don't know, intertwined in it that it almost seems like it's the world. Yeah. Cuz it's so personal at that point. Yeah. I will just use different words in the swearness. Um, so Brianna Ciacelli or Cicelli, um says, befriending people who have a fursuit and try to suck up to them being a fake blank fuck. Damn it. I might as well just went for it. A fake ass fuck <laughs> instead of being a genuine fan. We have fan. got so many time on this episode, buddy. <laughs> okay. So basically it's legitimately just sucking up to a fan without actually being a genuine fan. You're just trying to ride the coattails yeah. of their popularity. Hate. Yeah. Like they're in it. And people like that, it makes it really difficult for those who genuinely feel like they could be friends with someone who's popular. But if you're not also popular, you just feel like you can't even approach them because of those who are so fake about it. Like, I know there are a few other first makers I feel like I could get along really well with, but 
I always be scared, like I'm scared to approach them in any way because of people who do that. Well, I'm also afraid. Like I have my, you know, my my fursuit crushes and my furry crushes, but part it's the anxiety in me. I don't want to approach them because this is. So I mean, I'm sure this is not great hearing it from someone that I don't know if I inspire you. I'm sorry if this next part does not inspire you. I don't approach fursuiters or like popular fursuiters or popular people in the fandom because I feel lesser in their presence. So I just avoid it altogether. So I don't feel like I am just a person. I feel like I am beneath them. So I avoid reaching out and saying hi to these people because of how popular they are. I feel I'm not good enough to say hi to them. I don't know if that's just because of how I am or if that's just the reality of it. I don't know if it's a culture thing. I wonder, I'm pretty sure other people feel like that too, but that's how it is. That's why I don't really mingle with, I like, I have telephone on speed dial, but do I talk to her every day or message her every day? No, it's more like once a quarter. And it's usually asking your questions related to show topics. I don't talk to these people on a regular basis because I just don't feel like I'm in that type of realm. I'm not in their circle. Like I'm just there because I can be. So I, yeah, that's, that's, that's me. It's the reason why I don't like popular people as much. They just intimidate. <sighs> it is. Well, yeah, they really do intimidate me. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's just like, okay, anyone who's listening to this, I'm pretty sure you can um, agree or somewhat, you know, what is the word? What's the word for this? Understand it? Relate. relate. There you go. You can relate to this. Like, you go up to your your idol, but you're nervous and you're scared and you don't want to make a scene, but you don't want to regret this. And everything in that moment just freezes and then you're sad. You're kind of depressed all in one just because you want to have a picture or say hi to someone that's kind of what I go through on a daily, like on a, yeah, like on a daily minute basis at conventions, which is weird because yeah. of what I've created with people for media, for me to say, I'm scared to talk to other people would be a shocker to some because I sound so confident. Once again, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> so I got some. Yeah. Being online confident is a lot different than health fucking. Yeah. You know? So, but I'm getting better at it. It just, I just don't talk to popular people because of that. No, I still feel like whenever you and I meet in person, we'll still bounce off. Of each oh yeah. Well, that's exactly different that we though. That's here. different. That's like, <laughs> that's like sorority girls meeting. Cause they won something. I don't know. It's just, it's <laughs> our relationship is different than like me talking with someone or, or whatever. It's just, it's just a different thing. Um, okay. So going on, we have two more here on this list. Jacob Hogan, partaking of victim culture, I'm finding myself driven away from the fandom more and more, seeing how many mindless idiots repeat every single thing the media says. (laughs) That's just America in general, though. (laughs) This is America. America. Um, The last one on this list, and then we have two, I think, that are in our inbox, but they might be exactly what we've said before. Um, (laughs) I I unhid this one because I think it's pretty pretty legit and I see it all the time. 
Uh, Nathan Bergman says, writes comments on an open forum and then expects miracles from the responses. Then when they get flamed, they bitch and moan about it for ages. Yeah. So once again, it's someone having an unpopular, like they're posting their opinion, but they expect people to be like, yes. And in reality, they, it's like, you're stupid. (laughs) And then they get really mad and they get suspended and they do what I love. What I love it when furries do it. They rage quit. (laughs) So anyways, that's our show. Um, Our next show. I don't know. Oh, it'll be uploaded in like two weeks. So you guys should like, you'll know this. This is like our Mm -hmm. schedule. Um, We have a few more to upload for February. No. Yes. 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 So if you guys ever have any show topics you want us to cover, any guests you would like to have us on our show, I totally successfully recovered on that one. Just send us an email at talktothemuzzle at gmail.com and we will consider it. Other than that, have a wonderful night.